Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to Friar Talk. We're here after uh, a very exciting series against the San Francisco Giants in Mexico City where the Padres were able to put up 16 runs the first day, 6 runs the next day. Um, the Giants were also pretty competitive, putting up 11 the first day for the next day for a total of 15 for them. But overall, the Padres come out on top in a two-game series in Mexico City and uh, there were a lot of fireworks in this series. Um, the very first game, you got Manny Machado going what was like three for four, two walks, two home runs, um, doing a lot of damage in that in that game. And then today, I, I don't really remember all the stats for everybody, but um, Matt Carpenter ends up getting the game-winning hit for the Padres, getting the go-ahead. Uh, I don't know if it was a single or a double, but it was a blooper to um, Mike Yastrzemski. And Padres ended up taking the lead on that, ended up winning the ball game in a in a very resilient effort, going down four nothing in the first uh, first few innings, and then. You Darvish really held it down after that. It was looking like a like a pretty scary outing, like a very worrisome outing for for you Darvish. I mean, maybe not worrisome because it was in Mexico City. Granted, you know Joe Musgrove got rocked the first day too, but um, very good series, very good series for the Padres. Able to take both and end April on a high note. Now going into next month, starting starting the starting May against the Reds and the Dodgers. Hopefully they're able to get off to a hot start. I know it's a homestand. It's Tatis's Tatis's first you know, a few games back at Petco Park, and hopefully there's a lot of support for him, a lot of support for the Padres. And um, I see a comment, Soto looking much better, even though I know it's a Mexico City Little League field. Yeah, I thought I thought Soto's approach looked looked a lot better. Um, he was finally able he was finally able to get some hits, still a lot to the pull side. Um, there was his, his oppo bomb was everything you wanted to see considering his struggles these past few months, but that oppo bomb really was something special. Um, considering he hasn't been able to hit the ball to that side for most of the year, whereas you look at his 2021 and previous year spray chart, um, he's able to hit the ball to all sides of the field, whereas in 2022, he started seeing a more pull-happy Juan Soto, and this year he's not really hitting the ball to the other side of the field. So that home run yesterday was everything you wanted to see from him. Um, something that I kind, of, I kind of wanted to touch on really quick is that if you go look at this, if you go look at Juan Soto's numbers to start the season in 2021, his numbers were a lot better, but there were some similarities. His ground ball percentage in 2021 to start the season was at like a 60%. There were some other stats that were kind of, he had like the lowest launch angle on the Nationals up until June. So there were some pretty eye-popping stats that are similar to this year where you're starting to see a lot of ground balls from Juan Soto. You're starting to see a lot of ground balls, second baseman. He he uh, he got into uh, grounded into a double play today. Um, he's been doing that quite a few times throughout the season. You know, nonetheless, I'd still expect him fully to bounce back. But there's some tendencies that we're seeing from Juan Soto that um, are maybe aren't something we haven't seen before. But people are going to say we haven't seen it before because we're Padres fans. We didn't really watch him in Nationals jersey. But there are some similarities here, and we're only going to hope that he's going to be able to turn it up and do a turnaround the way he did in in Washington in 2021. He ended up being second in. Uh, NL MVP voting. So I still have high hopes for Juan Soto, and I, I thought his approach looked a lot better this this series. Um, and and you know I thought obviously with the offense playing in New Mexico in Mexico City, there's going to be a lot of offense. There was a lot of fireworks. Nelson Cruz popped off. Jay Cronenworth had a good series. Um, there was a lot of offense this series, so it was good to to see the Padres in that in that state. But um, you know, going back to Petco, going from Mexico City, probably the easiest hitting place in MLB so far, um, 
to Petco Park, one of the hardest places. It's going to be interesting to see how they adapt back, going back home. Hopefully it's nothing but you know the same kind of production. Um, obviously not 16 runs, but kind of putting up numbers that we expect them to. We don't expect them to go out there and get shut out multiple times the way they did a few times this month, but ended off on a hot note. But as always, let me know if you guys have any questions. I'd love to answer them. And um, Let's see. I see Potters are bugging me with all these awesome players. So inconsistent, batting, pitching, all unpredictable. Yeah, it's been unpredictable this month, of course. Um, but Fernando just came back. Soto, hopefully he bounces back. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential that that we haven't really seen yet. We haven't seen the Padres at what we thought were was going to be their best, and they're what like either at 500 or a game above, game above 500. There's still a lot of hope. There's still a lot of expectations. It's unfortunate because you know, as Padres fans, we never really had expectations, so expectations were sky high going into this year. It's 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 a little um, weird just seeing how fast people are to criticize and downplay how good this team is when a few years ago we were hopeful for Austin Hedges and some of the other bums that were coming up in the Padres system. And right now we're we're you know, it doesn't seem like people are very hopeful for guys like Joe Musgrove, Fernando Tati. Like this is a stacked team and it seems like we're treating them as if they're not that good, but um, yes, they are inconsistent right now, but, but every baseball team is going to be able to have some inconsistencies. It's good that it's happening in April rather than in September. Um, if you guys don't remember last year, we started super hot. We were in first place in June and then we ended up being like 20 something games back of first place to the Dodgers. There is nothing, nothing to be worried about up until this point. Um, so, I mean, take whatever conclusions you guys want to take, whatever opinions you guys want to take. I understand it's a short sample size, and we're going to talk about what we're given to talk about. But there's a lot, a lot to look forward to for this Padres team. Um, I like they're they're not even that far behind in the. I think they're maybe a half a game or tied for first place in the West now. I'm not entirely sure, but. Um, it's nothing to be, to panic about. Like this is still a super good team, and we haven't even found our footing yet. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find some questions to talk about. Peco is definitely a bus off for some hitters. It, it sucks to hit at Peco, man. I mean, I don't know what it is there. It's it's the elevation. It's it's a mix of so many. Oh, fuck. Um, it's a mix of so many things, but um. Hopefully it's good. I mean, we just got to hope the Potters are able to bounce back, man. They've had a really tough time hitting at, at Petco. Um, a lot of a lot of players have a tough time hitting at Petco. It's something that it's hard to adapt, but, um, you know, it, it's it's too big. It's a really big series coming up against the Dodgers. The Reds, not so much. I expect them to handle business against the Reds, but super big series coming up against the Dodgers. I don't know the Dodgers exact record. I don't know how many games back there are. I don't know anything about what's going on with them, but um, I'm hoping that we're able to see a, a, a hungry Padres team going up against the Dodgers who they eliminated in the NLDS last year. Uh, Darvish, he, he was, he had a pretty good outing. You got to consider the circumstances, four earned runs, six innings in Mexico city. Like I definitely expected way worse. I definitely expected way worse. That was great. Uh, great pitching from you, Darvish. It was resilient. It was it was everything you could have asked for in a in a game like that. Um, I, I kind of expected him to be out after that 
that inning where he started walking guys. I think it was like the third or the fourth. I expected him to be done, but um, he ended up finishing six, allowing four. Uh, he didn't allow any for the last three innings or so, and and he looked he looked great. I, I was happy with his stuff. Um, sorry, I was happy with his stuff, and and I was happy overall with the Padres' performance this series. Jake Cronenworth played great defense. Fernando, I mean, the outfielders looked good. Um, but let me know if you guys have any questions. That, that's kind of what I'm, I'm trying to answer because there's not much. It was a two game series. What what is there to take away? There was an explosive offense. Um, Juan Soto is not really worrying me. His approach, I thought, thought looked better. Um, yeah, I, th I thought his approach looked better. I think he's. You were starting to see him try and take balls the other way, but that's going to come with time. I was explaining it earlier how um, 2021 it was pretty similar. He had a super high ground ball rate, um, lowest lowest uh, launch angle on his team, and on that being the Nationals. But um, it was it was a nice a nice little bounce back for Juan Soto. Uh, I think he had like two hits today, home run the other day, a few walks here and there. That's one thing you're always going to get from Juan Soto. He's going to be able to walk a lot. But I like that we're starting to see a little more aggressiveness out of him too. Um, yeah, it's Nola finally hit a home run. I don't know how many feet that went, but it was dead center. And I noticed that it was after he switched his bat. It was super funny. Um, but overall, you know, that was that was kind of crazy to see from Austin Nola. That was kind of what energized, what got the Padres back into the game. Um, well, I mean, without that, the Padres end up probably losing that game. But um, let's see. Of course, no get. When do we get Palm? Oh, yeah. Here we go. When do we get Palm and others? Just Palm is probably not going to chip in at all this year. Um, he ended up. I think something happened with his with his arm, um, in his elbow, and he's probably not going to. I don't anticipate him pitching again in a Padres uniform. Um, I don't know if this. I, I'm pretty sure this is last year. And we we're hoping to get some sort of contribution from him on the field, but things didn't go well in his in his rehab outing. And um, yeah, I don't like I said, I don't really expect him to pitch. That sorry, I'm fixing my fixing my laptop. But yeah, I don't really expect him to pitch again. Um, in all seriousness, how can someone like Cobb throw a complete game shutout while Snell can't get past the fourth? Cobb's had a pretty good year, and I thought his stuff was his stuff was wicked. The movement he had on his cutter, his fastball, whatever he was throwing, it was it was ridiculous. So. I kind of wasn't surprised to see the performance Cobb put up. I thought his stuff looked great. I knew it would be a hard day for the Padres. Um, he's been on a roll lately. He's been kind of just on one of those tears that that uh, quite a few pitchers kind of start the season doing this. And movement looked good. So, of course, I expected the Padres to struggle a little bit. But I knew when they got to the bullpen that the Padres were going to be able to come through. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the Giants had put up – they put up some of the most home runs in all of baseball. But the problem is their pitching staff also allows – like they're like top five and home runs allowed in all of baseball. So it's been kind of tough for the Giants. Their offense has been coming through, but um, pitching has absolutely not come through. Um, I swear there were more Padres fans than Giant fans. Yeah, yeah. No, there definitely were more Padres fans than Giants fans. You could tell there was a there was just something about that atmosphere, man. The electricity there, the 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 atmosphere was super fun. I wish I could have been there. That's a that's a that's a dream atmosphere for a baseball fan. Like it, it just seems so much more fun there than it was to be in any sort of american ballpark that i can remember um that that just looked like a lot of fun the players looked like they were having a lot of fun um especially in that game where they put up what 27 total runs um it was a super fun series i hope i hope you know next year there's more than just one mexico series because i i thought that 
that was some of the most fun baseball I've seen. Um, and I believe it was someone from NBC Sports Bay Area, something like that. Um, he was a pitcher for the Giants before, I believe, the Padres as well in his young in his younger days. Um, but he was saying that that's not real baseball, something like that. It's real baseball. I don't understand the the whole thing that you know pitchers are. I always thought pitchers were kind of big babies. Um, that you know it, it didn't go the pitcher's way. This wasn't a pitching duel. It was a it was an offensive. It was it was an offensive duel, and it was super fun to watch. For it, it's super easy to get consumed by pitching duels when you see them so much more often than than sixteen and eleven ball games. Sometimes you want to see something different. This was something different. They put up twenty seven runs. It was a lot of fun to watch. No one. No normal fan that hasn't played the game that doesn't have much experience with the game wants to watch a two-to-one pitching duel. It's not fun for them. So seeing a game have 27 runs, have 11 home runs, multiple doubles, that's what fans want to see. That's what a fan that doesn't know much about baseball wants to see. So I thought overall, in terms of growing the game and getting it to different audiences, this series was everything. This game, that game was everything. It was super fun. Um and I definitely enjoyed it because I haven't seen a baseball game like that in a really long time. It was cool. Is Engel coming back? Engel's uh, kind of struggled down in the in the minors. He hasn't been doing very well. I don't really know if he's hurt still, but I remember it was his hammy. He was struggling, though. Um, do I remember Bob with the Orioles? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's looking good right now. Um, let's see. Walker can't get past five. Nick can't get past five. Lugo got to get on the fifth. He's up on my boy Blake. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone, everyone's definitely taking a, a, a bigger look at Blake. They're definitely criticizing him a lot harder because in the past it's been the same thing. People, I think people are just kind of growing tired of the whole, oh man, he's not in the first half, but he balls out in the second half. People are anxious. People are very, they want to see a full season of second half Blake Snell because second half Blake Snell won a Cy Young before a full season of that won a Cy Young before, um, so people just really want to see that. I completely understand that. Um, but unfortunately, you know, we're not getting that yet. We can only hope to get that here soon. Um, I think we're going to get it here soon. I think his stuff looks good. I think, um, yeah, I think his stuff looks good. He thinks his stuff looks good. He just can't find this right now. He's having trouble striking out guys, and he's having trouble falling behind in the count. So um, I, I expect him to bounce back soon. And if not, it's all right. This Padres team is well set up or – for a run to where we can wait for Blake Snell to kind of start bouncing back. So we'll just have to see how it goes, man. Um, hmm. It was cool to see Nelson Cruz hit a triple and Xander continues his on-base streak. Yeah. Um, sorry, I keep forgetting to pull up the comments. But, yeah, Nelson Cruz had a really good series. He had five hits on Saturday. He had a few, um, he had a few hits today. And uh, he looked really good. His OPS went up significantly. OPS plus went up significantly. Everyone's numbers went up significantly if they had a, if they had even a few hits this series. Um, but overall, it, it, like I said, man, it was a great, great showing from the Padres in terms of both offense and maybe not pitching. But it's not like really anyone expected pitching to be good when you're at Coors Field on steroids. Um, fun series. Blake's not the problem if we get second half Snellzilla, it's all good. Look, if you if he was first half Snellzilla, he would win. The, yeah, he I mean, like I said, man, we've seen it before. If he was first half, if he was second half Snell throughout the whole year, we'd be watching a Cy Young pitcher. Yeah, you're right. Every single year. So um I don't know. We just gotta keep being patient because 
I think maybe we were a little too excited to see if Blake Snell on a contract would actually show up throughout the whole season. Not the case right now. Um, but I, I mean, if, if the history shows that he's not a good first half pitcher, then maybe it's shame on us for expect something different. That was fun, but ready to come back home. I'm over talk golf, Mexico city. Um, no, nah, I, I, I don't, I don't feel the same. Um, I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't feel the same. Of course, you know, it's fun watching some pitching duels, but I just, I loved everything about this series. I love the fact that, you know, home runs were at a, weren't at a premium. That's something that I think grows the game. Like I said earlier, a, a regular fan does not want to see, or a newly introduced fan does not want to see pitching duels. They like, they like offense. And, and I, I completely understand. Blake Snow recovery is always trash in the first half. I agree. How's the NFL draft for you? I didn't really watch it. Um, obviously, I kept up with who the Chargers picked and and everything. But, um, yeah, the NFL draft didn't really interest me that much this year. I, I didn't really think there was a player that that um, that I thought was, like, generational or anything. So um, I was happy with the Chargers picks, though. I think a lot of people were pretty were pretty mad. But um, I, like, I like who they picked. Uh, I don't know what the standings are looking like right now. Let me go ahead and check really quick because uh, obviously that's going to be pretty important coming into this this series against the Dodgers. Let me see what the standings are looking like. Just give me one second. Isaac, have you seen Eastbound and Down? So many flash, flashbacks of Kenny Powers for me. No, I, I've never seen that. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've – I, I want to say I've heard of it, but I'm not entirely sure. So as of right now, I don't know if the if they're counting this this game that just finished, but the Padres are a game back first place. They're 15 and 14, while the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks are 16 and 13. Um, Padres have won seven of their last 10. So over the last 10, they've been really good. Like I, I feel like a lot of people were expecting perfection from from the Padres early on to start the season. I go on Twitter and people people are just so angry, and it's so weird because dude, this is a good team. Like. And a hundred win team loses sixty two games. It's it's completely normal um, to go through cold stretches. To go through uh, what the Padres kind of have gone through to start the season. It's completely normal. I don't. I've, I've never understood how how uh, people can go game by game and evaluate on a game by game basis when baseball is not a game by game kind of kind of uh, kind of not a game by game kind of game. I guess you could say. Um, but it's kind of you evaluate the team week by week, and that that's how I kind of do it. I evaluate them week by week because I understand that players, teams, they're going to go on cold streaks and and they're going to go through hot streaks. There's peaks and valleys throughout a 162 game season. D-backs, Pirates, do you think they're the real deal? The Diamondbacks, I think. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to finish in first, maybe not even second, but I think they're the real deal. I think they're going to be competing for the sixth spot in the in the NL in the NL wild card. Um, I said that to start the season because I just think they're a good team. I thought with the new rule changes, I thought everything kind of uh, looked good for them to obviously be able to steal a lot of bases. They're a very annoying team, and I, I kind of had a feeling they'd be that annoying team that just stole a lot of bags, had good pitching, and were able to take the extra bag at, at any opportunity they had with those extra base hits. Um, Pirates, I'm going to go, no, I don't think they're the real deal. Rays, I definitely think they're a real deal. Um 
but yeah, I, I think Matt and I had recently talked about this on a, on a different live stream. We're going over teams that we think are the real deal or not. So um, I want to say that was mine. Exactly. I had D backs real um, pirates, fake Rays real. Um, I mean, the Rays just have a really good pitching staff. They have a good lineup too. So I definitely think the Rays are going to finish maybe first or second in, in the AL. They're just a good team. Trend average, not a game by game basis. LOL, that's a year by year problem that I'm so over. Yeah, I mean, of course, his average isn't going to be up, but Trent Grisham's had some, he's been producing pretty well throughout the season. I mean, he's got, he he's like second or third in, on the team in home runs. He's got a 725, I mean, 725 OPS is nothing to, to be super excited about, but 725 OPS, 406 slugging percentage. Of course, the average, I mean, we've talked about it before. He's going to be like Joey Gallo. Um, average is only 198, but he had a few big hits uh, yesterday. I don't know if uh, he had any, no, no hits today. He only had two at-bats. Um, one was a strikeout, but yeah, I mean, I thought he's had a pretty solid start to the season. I don't think he's been bad. I mean, you look at the whole lineup today, Fernando back up to 766 OPS. Manny's working up there. Soto's working up there. Uh, Xander's at a 914. Cruz and Carpenter. Cruz is at 849 OPS. Carpenter's at a 908. Ha Kim. I feel like Ha Kim's been a. <laughs> you can come in. Yeah. It's cool, though. Um, ha Kim's kind of been a. Ha Kim's kind of been a very weird, weird prospect. I mean,. Everyone's gonna gonna value his his defense a lot, of course, because d- defensively he's one of the best players in in baseball. He's got one of the best gloves in baseball. He's gonna be a Gold Glove candidate at second base. Um, but offensively, he's been super super up and down. I mean, last year I think his OPS was low seven hundred, which is perfectly fine with me if you get the if you get the glove. But um, this year we're just not getting the bat. We're getting we're getting the same OPS he put up in his first year, where people were were. Um, very disappointed in what he was doing <laughs> people were very disappointed not not disappointed people were hopeful but um yeah right now we're not we don't have a good start from from Hassan Kim and I've said it before I think I think that he's gonna bounce back I think he's gonna put up decent numbers towards the back half of this or not the back half I think he's gonna kind of go back uh to his hopefully 700 OPS I mean that's all I can really ask for um, but I feel like people aren't being harsh on, aren't aren't treating guys fair when it comes to evaluating their play. Like Hassan Kim is doing clearly worse than Trent Grisham, and Trent Grisham still getting heat while Hassan Kim gets none. Um, I don't know. That's just my opinion, and it's not like I dislike either of the players or favor either of the players. I just think that when evaluating these guys, there needs to be some some fairness. Um, I did see DeGrom went on the IL. Sucks for the Rangers, but it's not really, um, it's not really a surprise to be honest. Trade Grisham for Luis Robert Jr. Mm, No, um, (laughs) no, I wouldn't trade Grisham for, uh, Luis Robert Jr. It seems like there's some weird things going on with Luis Robert Jr. What I think of Juan Soto's coach comments about the hitting staff. Yeah, I saw those. Um, it, it's 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 a little weird just because 
whatever was working for Juan Soto, I don't feel like should have been changed by the Padres. If the Padres clearly, you know, like, look, you don't really have a good reputation when it comes to developing guys or getting guys to bounce back. Why change what one of the best hitters in baseball history was doing? Um, I don't know. Super weird. Super weird. I, I, I did notice. See, and this is something that I feel like I, I noticed is that Juan Soto wasn't as wide at the plate. Um, that's something that his hitting coach did point out. Uh, so I, I didn't think he was at, as wide at the plate, but um, I, I'm starting to like what I what I see from Juan Soto. I think he's going to bounce back significantly here soon. A lot of positives. Bogart's 30 game on base streak. Nelly's hitting over 300. Crony getting clutch hits. Soto a couple hits today off a home run. Yeah, I mean, Xander Bogarts is off to one of the best starts in, in baseball. Um, easily the Potters MVP, at least in the lineup right now. Nelly Cruz is, is popping off. He had a really good series. Definitely was maybe the key factor in winning both games against the Giants. Um, like I said, you know, Soto's starting to bounce back a little bit. We're starting to see a little bit of a change in his in his approach. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I like what I see from the Potters right now. <laughs> You're sitting in Seedler's shoes, sitting on a nice desk. You can only do a contract to the left fielder. Would you extend Soto or sign Rosarena to a long contract? Maybe have left over. Mm. I mean, obviously, right now, with with the small sample size you have from Soto, you don't want to re-sign him. But I do think by the end of the season, we're going to be talking about re-signing him because he popped off. I mean, I, I keep I'm going to be adamant about it until it until the season's over. I think he's going to bounce back. They play good D, so they get a crappy bat pass, and and that's the thing is like with Trent Grisham and Hassan Kim. Yes, they play amazing defense, so they do get a crappy bat pass. But I feel like the criticism of of each one is completely different, which I think is super unfair. Uh, Hater has been money. Pitching has been good. Minus a few starts. The offense star has made other areas of the team look worse than they are. I completely agree. The pitching has been pretty solid. Hater has been lights out. I was talking about this with Matt earlier. He's been perfect in his save opportunities. His ERA is super low. If you if you take it in like an 162 game sample size, he's putting up like Eric Gagne, Cy Young type numbers. So um, I was telling Matt like at this rate he's gonna finish top five in, in Cy Young voting, and I don't know if it's gonna hold throughout the whole season, but he's been fantastic. What I think of the games in Mexico, they were fun. I thought you know I was talking about it earlier. I thought they were super fun. Um, a lot of offense, and I think that was kind of a change from what we've seen throughout the Padres season so far. We've seen the Padres get shut out multiple times, kind of have to go in somewhat of pitching duels. Um, but a lot of fun, uh, a lot of home runs, a lot of doubles, a lot of a lot of slugging. And I thought I thought it was good for the game for any baseball fans who aren't really um, familiar with how baseball works. Um, to the to the baseball fans that just want to see home runs, like I was talking with my girlfriend and. And uh, I was saying, you know, some baseball peers enjoy pitching duels, but she said, she was like, hell no, like I want to see home runs. And it makes all the sense in the world. That's what people want to see. So um, I liked, I liked the Mexico City. I thought the atmosphere was fantastic. The fans, the fans were great. Was I bothered by our comments? I mean, that's not what I care about it. Um, I think maybe should have situation before criticizing what was happening um she made it seem like ryan weathers was being demoted for it was very obvious i think from the get-go that it wasn't performance why performance wasn't the reason that he was being demoted it was because 
and this is just what I think. The Padres want to keep him as a starter. Makes the most sense. He he was, you know, doing really good in that starter role. He was even doing good in the bullpen role. But overall, the Padres want to keep him as a starter, and there's no way he's going to get starter type innings in the bullpen. So I, I thought it made the most sense to to demote um, Ryan Weathers for now because he's still got options. He's going to be able to come back up. It's not like this is the end of it's not like this is the end of his Padres tenure. Like he's he's so young, he's going to get a lot of chances with us. And uh, I I didn't think it was something to really worry about. Uh, let's see what other questions you guys have. Let me go for like a few more. Um, yeah, um, obviously it was only a two game series. It's not, it was, it was fun. That's all I could really say about it. Uh, Joe Musgrove didn't really have his best stuff yesterday. Granted, like I said, maybe his other guys were just picking up on it and hitting bombs in that, in that altitude. Um, but he didn't really have his best start. It was expected. Um, I knew it. Yeah, I figured my internet was choppy. But um, do I think the awful struggle, the what? Oh, do I think the awful struggle after the derby kind of thing? No. Um, I think their approaches kind of changed significantly. You saw Fernando yesterday just trying to – it's fantastic. I love how these guys their approaches. Um, Mexico to Petco, yeah, I think they're probably going to struggle a little bit. I mean, it's expected. Petco's one of the hardest. Um, are you, can you? Never mind. Um, yeah. Um, so, the atmosphere is in the MLB, so I kind of expect them to struggle a little bit. Um, Some teams go to the pet cone and just slug. I don't understand how, but um, yeah. Since he next, listening to these guys makes me feel sick. Um, it's fun to tend to perform to their competition. Um, the Cubs, I thought they should have beat the Cubs. Uh, over because they played really good, and I think they're going to be able to carry it over. Man, Machado said it himself, man. He said, you know, I think this is going to carry over. I think the team got their very inconfident Padres team. It doesn't feel like they were really in their series. They kind of gained that confidence back, and and um, I think they're going to carry it over. Should there be field adjustments for, for Pepe more hitter-friendly? I think there's beauty in a, in a pitcher's-friendly park. I think there's a fun pitcher's-friendly park, but maybe there does. Need to be some adjustments. Maybe move the fences in a little more. The right field porch is super close, but maybe a few inches in would be. I mean, Petco is the best park in baseball, and maybe the dimensions aren't the best, but I think there's some. Uh, there's some pitchers friendly park. I think uh, some pitching duels can be fun. So, um, two or three more questions. I'm starting to run out of. Uh, Things to talk about. <clears throat> trying to think. Um, I, I don't know who's pitching in this upcoming series against the Reds. Uh, obviously, Darvish went today. Musgrove went yesterday. I'd assume it's something like Snell, Snell Wakalugo, something like that. 
I'm pretty sure it's those three that are going to be pitching this upcoming series. Um, I don't know what to expect. Obviously, Walk has been, I don't know if you want to say disappointing, because I kind of didn't expect him to be that good. Um, Snell has definitely been, um, Lugo's been pretty solid, though. So I, I'm going to go ahead and say the Padres win two. I don't think they're going to sweep, uh, just because the, those, those three, you got two guys that aren't performing up to expectations, and Walker maybe didn't really have many expectations, but um, Snell has definitely been been a bit of a catastrophe so far. And uh, like I said, I expect him to bounce back, but that's not to say that you know, he doesn't deserve some, some criticism that he's receiving. Um, the Padres are winless with Snell on the mound, so I, I hope that changes. I really hope that changes against the Reds. I think this is an opportunity He's going to be at go at home um, against a pretty bad team. So hopefully he does bounce back um, and have a good game. I see you guys talking about the Warriors and Steph Curry putting up 50 today. Um, one of my friends at work is a Kings fan, so it's kind of funny because uh, he was super, he was super hopeful. And uh, it kind of it, – it, I remember being a Warriors fan if we ever really made the playoffs for this time losing end of a series but um so i kind of feel his pain but good for the Warriors. good for the fun series against the lakers lakers warriors steph against braun again um everyone's gonna want to tune into that i'm taking wants to go to chase center or or uh crypto i guess you they call it now um i think it's gonna do it i think it's gonna do it i think i'm done and so um, Tuesday, talking about this upcoming series, probably go live pregame. I'm not entirely sure what we're going to do this week. But, um, obviously, no one's going to be too excited about the Red Series, but definitely tune into our live streams against the uh, fun live series, um, live streams that we have. A lot more people tune in. Um, yeah, super fun week going, hopefully taking two against the Reds, but then going up against the rival, our, our rivals. So, so talking to you guys soon and have a great rest of your day.